Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score. We love our opportunity to talk to Chris Chelios. He joins us. Chris, good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Doing well. We're doing well. I- I'm really looking forward to the games this weekend. And my wife is from Detroit. And this is their chance to get to a Super Bowl for the first time. I mean, everyone is kind of over the moon for it. I also believe that if you're not a Niners fan, and there are people that aren't, you're cheering for Detroit because this is an underdog story and, again, one of the few franchises that has been denied this. God, I feel like you're setting me up for this Detroit thing again to get people in Chicago (laughs) mad at me. But anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, I didn't realize that they'd never even been to a Super Bowl, which is crazy with the the history of their team. But I went, I think I mentioned, I went two weeks ago to the game, and it was one of the first times I've ever left Ford Field when the people were actually happy and in a great mood. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm cheering for them all the way. I, you know, nothing against San Fran, but I, you know, Jared Gaw, I love him as a quarterback. Uh, I like their team. That Hutchinson reminds me of, you know, a Dick Buckus type, Erlacher type, you know, middle linebacker. So, um, yeah, it, it's been exciting. And there's nothing better than playoff football. And uh, it's going to be tough, you know, on the road. But they've played well on the road, too. So, you know, Hopefully they're a team of destiny and they'll get to the Super Bowl. I hope they do just to see you squirm when you have to pick them to win the Super Bowl, Chelly. That would be <laughs> awesome. So, God, well, I have to. I mean, I, I love the Ravens, too, and I, what, what he did, I, I, I think they shocked a lot of people. KC going into Buffalo and winning that game. So, I mean, it's all great teams, and I, I don't really hate anybody in there. If I was going to pick a team that I didn't like, it'd be San Francisco because all those you know people out in California. <laughs> Let's talk cocky for a second. The big news this morning from the Blackhawks' perspective, several reports, they've re-signed Peter Morazic, your guy, the goalie, to a two-year contract worth $8 million, 4.25 per year. That's an $8.5 million deal, Chelly. I, I don't know if I'm surprised by the extension. Maybe by the money, that's pretty good. Yeah, no question that he's earned it. He's been one of the bright spots this season, you know, keeping him in a lot of games. You saw they've rewarded Feligno, uh, Dickinson having a come out year. So good for Peter. Like I said, I've got history with him. He won the uh, what was it the uh, the cup in, in in the AHL, not single handedly. They had a pretty good team, but uh, I've seen him in, in World Juniors win that. So he, he competes. He works hard every game. And you know you watched that game the other night, the two nothing game. He played unbelievable. And then for you know the way things are going for the Hawks right now, it's pretty tough to be a defenseman and a goaltender. And, and he stood tall. So good for Peter, and congratulations for the extension. Yeah, um, I, I'm happy for him. I, you know, with the Blackhawks, sometimes you just want to hit the fast forward button, right? Let's get to the kid coming back, Bedard. Let's get to the young players joining the team in a year or two. It just feels like it's all about the future, and it's tough to really watch a lot of it right now because they don't have their best player on the on the ice. Yeah, that really adds injury, the, the insult to injuries. Mm-hmm. And uh, to lose him in the fashion they did, kind of a fluke, you know, play. And he must have just hit his jaw just perfectly against uh, uh, Brendan Smith's arm there or shoulder. But – um, it is what it is, and I, I, I know they just mentioned, I think Richardson said it's at least six more weeks, but hopefully he can get to Toronto and, and be a part of the, 
the all-star game and the skills. Uh, you don't want to miss that, especially the way things were going for him this year and how excited all the fans are. And I'm sure, you know, the Hawks fans are looking forward to seeing him at the skills and, and, and participating in those events because the all-star games are a blast, especially, you know, when you're a young kid. I'll never forget my first all-star game. So, you know, it is what it is, and hopefully he'll come back healthy and, and, and finish off the season and maybe still have a shot at that rookie of the year if he can get back. Chelsea, does your ambassador contract include language to be a consultant? Because if I were, if if I were Luke Richardson, I would maybe want you to be in a room with Lucas Reichel, and I would want to figure out how to get to this young man and, and unlock whatever is holding him back because he's got talent. We just haven't seen it. Healthy scratch the other night, not trending in the right direction. How would you address that problem if you're the Hawks? I mean, he's got to get his confidence for sure. And I think, you know, I, I don't think it's a, a bad thing to, to put him in Rockford and let him, you know, light it up there and get his confidence. And then the next time he comes up, you know, like I said, when I first started, I, you know, I was having a horrible time my first 15, 20 games. And all of a sudden, just one game turned it around for me. One goal, quite honestly. So hopefully that'll be the case. He's a really skilled kid. It's tough for those types of players to try and buy in at that age, especially, you know, to get pucked deep and not take chances. And they see different things, those skilled players, all skilled players. They don't, you know, Luke was a stay-at-home defenseman, so and then it's hard probably for him to understand that he doesn't, you know, he didn't see the game the same way uh, Reichel does. So it, he'll figure it out, hopefully. He's a smart player. Uh, wish he had a little more size, and he'll get stronger too, hopefully, in the next year or two, and that'll help him a bit too, not getting knocked off pucks and, and turning pucks over in the, in the zone. Chris, we'll let you go. Just want to clarify, what are you betting on this weekend? Who do you like? I mean, I, I, won't, I bet on Detroit the first two games. I, I can't bet them on the road. Uh, uh, so I, if I'm taking a team, I'm going to take Casey, and I, you know, I'm still going to take Detroit just because I'm betting with my heart. Great stuff, Chris. Thank you, buddy. Thanks, Chris. All right, guys. Take care. Yeah, that's good stuff. Mr. Detroit. You're you're going through Well, I mean, he was in Detroit. He knows the town. Yeah. I'm yeah. not pinning it on him that, the, you know, he won in Detroit. He There's did. nothing wrong with that. He celebrated in and Detroit. They and they won a lot of titles in Detroit in hockey, but they mm-hmm. haven't done it no. in football in forever. It'd be crazy. And it's kind of a cool story it what's going cool on. Story. They're a very likable team. Oh, the they're very likable. very likable. Quarterback's unassuming. The quarterback's a good guy. David Montgomery, easy to pull for. David Montgomery was Aiden here. Hutchinson. I mean, come Aiden on. Hutchinson is an unbelievable story. He is a Detroit guy uh, in the way that he talked about Butkus being a, a Chicago guy, right? I yeah. mean – he and as an edge guy, he makes an impact in every game he's playing. He, and, and you've got the cool thing with Amon Ross St. Brown, uh, St. Brown, co- coloring his hair blue and connecting with the kids in in Detroit. It's just a lot of different reasons. Yeah, the Lions are likable. The Lions are the most likable team left. No doubt about it.